This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 4076, for Monday, the 18th of March, 2024. Today's show is entitled, WLED House Lights. It is hosted by Operator, and is about 35 minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is I talk about setting up here around house lights. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Hacker Public Radio with your host operator. I'm going to talk about WLED DIY house lights. I'm I don't understand why I haven't done this one before. I guess because it's a lot and it's um I think I took a bunch of notes and then I never did an episode. So um WLED is a open source uh lights management program. Um, you've got big ones like X lights. We'll do like with with music and a couple other ones. I never really got into that space. I just wanted easy Christmas lights year round. So it started back when um, I kept having to get on the roof every year, and I don't want to be on the roof. I'm trying not to be on the roof at all. So um, now it's just year round. You know, no matter what the what if the holiday is, or maybe we're having a party or whatever, I can turn the lights on. Um, and you know whatever festive thing I want, I don't have to climb up and do the Christmas tree lights and then pull them back down. Um, so uh, trying to get some people to help when there's replacements and swaps outs to be made to be easy. But anyways, so what I'll say is the setup is pretty easy. The, uh, the actual doing of everything, um, you can buy. Home Depot has J channel, a thin J channel. You can buy, uh, it's not cheap, but it is a vinyl J channel and it's very thin. The stuff that the guy sells, um, Mr. Lights or whatever guy's name is, um, he has like bigger J channel and I think it's metal and it comes in different colors or whatever. Um, I like the J channel at Kroger or sorry, at Home Depot because it's thinner. So I think it comes in white only, or I think I bought white and then I forgot that I would have to put stuff on the roof because I wanted to put stuff lights on the roof too. Um, so I think I bought some spray paint and just spray painted them. And it actually, the spray paint is an outdoor heavy duty spray paint and it has, you know, worked for the most part. Um, there's been some parts where it's bent, uh, because of it cracked because of you know the plastic getting so extremely hot on top of the roof it melted and then when that plastic melts the the paint kind of fractures so you know if you can get dark colors for the roof that more or less match your roof then do that if not you're gonna have to buy some like of that metal like a the you know cool looking paint that looks like a roof like a stucco paint um textured paint so there's that um and then the actual pixels and I'm not sure I'm going to do show notes, even though it's pretty complicated because I have a Google docs and I'll try and export that and put it on my site too, just in case. Um, it's project 365 um, is, is the name of it. And it looks like I have a, now this is probably three or four years coming. Um, so I will share with that. Let me make a notepad for my notepad. So I want to share 
um, project 365 docs and the sheet and put it on my site for backup. Um, let's see, project. So the first thing I'll open here is uh, Excel spreadsheet. And basically I measured the base, the sides of the house. Um, sorry, I'm doing two projects at a time here. I'm at the makerspace doing some stuff. So project, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I have, I have notes about the setup. Uh, join the WLED and uh, software SDR, uh, no, and S SR uh, Discord. Oh, Sound Reactive Discord, sorry. So there's a, a WLED GitHub or Discord and there's a Sound Reactive Discord. Um, if you're into the Sound Reactive stuff, sure. It is easy to do once you actually get it, the part soldered on there. I ordered a digital one um, and I think the firmware I had on there was different because I waited like a year, six months. I mean, I, I spent a long time setting all this up, but I spent even longer on the um, sound. So all in all, it's not a big commitment. If you're a beginner to electronics and you understand basic electronics, it's easy. You're soldering a teensy board or whatever they're called, um, and you, you don't even need to do that. You don't even need to solder anything, actually. I forgot. You just buy the little pinouts, um, pinout set for the thing for you know 10 bucks online. And then you crimp the ends, and you can be fine with that. You can solder them to make them nice and cleaner um, and have a cleaner connection, but you can just crimp your way to solder town. By the way, the little sets that have that you use for like Arduino boards, the little clampy things, um, there's a tool to crimp those, which had I thought about it, I would have obviously known that there is a tool to crimp those. So I don't know what that tool is, but I'm going to add it to my list here. So they do not forget to get it. It's like a crimping tool for those things. Crimp tool for Arduino wires. And it's kind of a standard, you know, a standard size, but it's basically a flap that sticks up on two sides before you plug in the pin and you have to smush down those two flaps. And then there's two smaller flaps you you smush down. And then sometimes once you smush them, they're too flat and they won't actually go in with the piece of plastic. So there's apparently a crimping tool um, that will help you with all that. So anyways, uh, take your time, baby steps, you know, learn the required basics for house wiring, you know, ground, hot load, common ground, measuring amps. I, I don't understand why I've, I've not done this before. Hold on. W L E D house house. I, I just don't understand house tour and i walk around my house my device wow okay i just haven't done this um so yeah the you, you need to understand the basics you know ground hot load line common ground ac dc uh, measuring amps voltage voltmeter um get you one of them uh mr happy sockets mr power amp it'll be in my notes power power reader thing Oh, it's called a kilowatt. K-I-L-L-A-W-A-T-D. Get it? Kilowatt. Um, it measures the amps. So when you plug it all in, you set it all up, and you turn it on, you, oh, you're worried about how many amps are going through your pixels. We'll kind of get to that. Um, I'll try to be quick, but we'll kind of get to that. So once you first started all this out, you're like, oh, you know, amps and, you know, 
amps and volts and whatever. It, it's not that it is kind of terrifying because you don't want to burn all your stuff or burn all your pixels. But honestly, it's it's not that hard to figure out. Um, once you get the voltage saying plus or minus 12 volts on the 12 volt um, pixels, and you can, um, with the fancy adapters, you can dial up the voltage. So if it's like 12 volts and you want to kick, give a little bit of kick, um, not recommended, run out of town, whatever, disclaimer. Um, obviously, I'm not an electrician, but you can put a little bit more amps than, than what's required. And this is common. Um, I'm not an electrician. I don't know anything, pretend to know anything about electricity, but I do know how to measure uh, how many voltage is coming out of an uh, amp. And I'll get on a, you know, six volt, you know, little crappy five volt power adapter. I'll get six volts, eight, eight volts. Sometimes it depends. Like they're all over the place. So if you have to measure, if you try to actually measure the voltage of some of these voltage adapters, and I feel like it's the smaller ones that have the most egregious uh, voltage ranges. Um, so like, you know, it'll be like a six volt adapter, but the, you know, little device will only be like three volts and it only needs three volts. So you're plugging in that, and then so half the time, the the smaller ones seem to be like a higher voltage. I don't know if that's true. Um, and then the the 12 volts, because what it, what I was looking for was a 12 volt adapter. So any, anything around 12 volts, it was always under 12 volts. Um, but then once you start getting past the 12 volt mark, like higher voltage, um, I think those are more consistent. Meaning, not not consistent as a good quality thing, but there are, you know, 12 volts is 12 volts is 12 volts. No, but you know, 30 volts out of 30 volt adapter, you're probably going to get 32 volts. You'll get a little bit more, if anything. So that's been my experience. I don't want to go too, too far on about amps and volts, but you know, it's kind of important. Oh, kind of important. Um, so macrame answers for a 22 gauge wire is 90.92 amps. Um, so yeah, uh, 22 gauge wire, and that's the same wire I think that the pixel, the pixels run off of. Um, series not parallel, like old Christmas tree lights. Talk about AC/DC, AC wall. Um, talk about meters, max amps. Um, yeah, 10 amps on the uh, on the WLED pixels. Um, think that's their maximum uh, or maybe 10 amps max on the on the wire on the on the wire that I've got uh, 0.92 amps I guess you know whatever so anyways uh, I got screenshots here also in the document um, uh, 567 LEDs as the count so uh, the way I have it set up is I have it split two different directions um, and then, uh, so there's actually two strands of lights coming from the source, and or one, and then it splits off and goes one direction. And what else? I think I split off three ways, maybe just two. I can't remember. Um, so anyways, uh, I've got uh, the spreadsheet showing the blocks, and I count counted each section um, it's a little hard to explain. So basically I have a, a Excel document and first I started with the visual document. So I measured the, measured the distance on the things and marked it. 
with how how far the roof line is, how far the you know bottom of the thing is, the left side of the house, the right side of the house, the garage, whatever I wanted to wrap. And I labeled the length in there and then I started making an Excel table and then I called them different things like A3, A2, A1 is all around the door. You know, all everything in D is around the garage. Everything in B is the rest of the house, essentially. Um, and I, I think maybe I, maybe I named them different based on their, their, uh, their range too. So which, which segment there are. So I ended up breaking the house. Needless to say, I ended up breaking up the house into like three sections. Um, and you can look at the diagram. I got the math in there. The Excel spreadsheet shows the math in there and how I've calculated uh, inches to um, feet and feet to inches and estimated pixels per inch. So each pixel holds, I don't know, oh man, was it a yard is how long they were, or three feet is how long they were, right? And you could fit however many pixels per strand. I don't remember. Anyways, um, and with the J channel, you have to drill the holes yourself. So if you have a drill press, please use it. If you don't have a drill press, find somebody that has a drill press. I did it by hand. Uh, I want to say, well, I guess 152, at least 152. I don't know how many total pixels I have. A thousand. So I hand drilled a thousand with a step drill. I use a step drill for the J channel holes. Um, and it's not a step drill. What do they call those? Um, sunken countersunk drill bit. So it's a big, wide, flat drill bit. And it's not like the drill bits to drill a hole with. It's uh, more like a cone shape with a blade on that cone shape so that you don't, um, so it doesn't just dig into the plastic and tear it all up. It kind of slides in and then eventually starts to cut more and more. It still can make a, a mess, but uh, if you have a drill press, you could do like three holes at a time, slide down, three holes at a time, slide down, three holes, maybe even four or five. If you could set up some kind of jig that would hold it on both sides, um, you know, set up a, a wooden jig that would hold it perfectly straight, you know, five, five pieces at a time and be done. Um, so anyways, that's uh, the J channel thing again. You have the screenshots, how I segmented everything out. Um, I set it up to so where I could inject more power down the line. Um, and there's some notes around the hardware and all that. You're not really supposed to feed more power into the line. Um, I don't keep them on that long, um, but you know, it's not like, because at first it was like, oh, plug it in, go, you know, whatever. And now they're like, okay, you need, by law, you probably have to run a whole new power line to the next strand or something. Um, because I'm not an electrician. So um, you, you start out by most of the videos telling you, yeah, just, you know, throw an extra 12 volts down the line. You, you'll be fine. Now they're, now they say run an entire line all the way from the beginning um, of the of power all the way down to the end. Um, so they're basically running a whole another line for power. Or I think at least the positive side of the whatever. Uh, get a real soldering with some real lead. Don't get that lead-free uh, solder. Uh, heat gun, stretch lights. I don't know what the stretch lights are. Um, so you got a heat gun. Um, if you don't have a heat gun, you do electronics, please get one. Um, it's for the shrink wire, it's for, you know, don't use a lighter, it's for, um, 
a bunch of other things. You can get um, heat gun based um, wire crimps or whatever. So basically, it's a it's a heat shrink tube with solder in the middle, and you heat it up super hot, and basically it melts the plastic around, and then it melts the in theory it melts the solder in the middle, and once that middle band melts, it fuses the wire together, and you have a nice. Not only do you have a, a nice solder, you have a nice um, uh, like seal connection thing for the um, setup. So um, it, it, those are pretty good to have. Uh, inline inject is not right. Um, Wish versus eBay, AliExpress, really the same. Yeah, so AliExpress, eBay, for all these boards, um, it honestly don't wait a month to get your product. You're not gonna save any money unless you buy in bulk or something maybe. Man, this adapter is bad. Um, uh, don't pay Amazon's hoard. Horrible, yes. Uh, there's stores, easy stores, basically, sir, uh, sir 74, um, uh, QNLED, and then the, the guy that does, uh, there's one of the, one of the guys that sell this stuff is, that's um, not, that's not Quinn. I think Quinn is one of the guys, and I think Serge is also maybe Quinn. I don't know. Um, this, is, this is old stuff. I would say probably five years old now, so maybe the whole the landscape has, has probably changed. But these guys' sites are still up. Um, yeah, he's got a moon module, which basically gives you, like, uh, this moon module guy gives you, like, everything you need in one board. So ESP32 WLED. He's got one, two, three power inputs, I think. Yeah, um, I think that's how that works. Or no, this that's for the whatever. Anyways, uh, that's all kind of most of the hardware. Um, it's ESP32. You program them with Arduino, and you can do it online. It's like WLED.tools. And then you load your browser and say, you want access to the serial port? Done. You press a button, you tell follow the directions, and it pushes uh, sound reactive. You can even push from there too, so it's great. Um, you know, just recommend backing up your configs and stuff uh, fairly often. Notes, troubleshooting, here's a bunch of troubleshooting stuff, videos, um, fixing the firmware, installed WLED, oh, it's installed.wled.me. Um, uh, sound reactor WLED. I'll put this up as an actual show because it has been a couple of years, and if this sits in the reserve queue, it's probably not going to be super useful for uh, much longer. Um, but WLED's been rocking forever um, on their Discord, and I'm always acting, acting stuff. Um, let's see, I got a buy list here, so I got my fancy 12 volt, uh, 17 amp, 200 watt. Uh, adapter. It's just like no cover, no just bare bones. It's just sit hanging out there. Um, I do have it up in the garage, <clears throat> but it's protected by a press board, uh, MFT, MFT stuff. Uh, press board is awful. Don't ever buy it. Uh, the MDF stuff. Go for the MDF. Um, don't get it wet still, but at least it's not press board for Christ's sakes. Um, so yeah, the the. Wires are called WS, that's a Whiskey, mm, Whiskey Sierra 2811 pixels. Um, those are the guys I use. Uh, I don't, the strips made me nervous. Um, they're probably easily replaceable, more easily replaceable. 
um, if you do it right. So you could set it up just for where your J channel was just hot plug. So you could just, you know, unclip, because I have mine screwed in with a screw, uh, screwdriver and that is, you don't want to be like unscrewing screws on top of your roof. You want to have a clip system where you can clip the J channel in there. I, I, I would, I would at all costs, I would try to make it that way and make it modular and do it right the first time. I did not do it right the first time. So now if I have a pixel go out, I have to, you know, patch where that pole is. What I would like to do, patch meaning cut both ends. Um, then, uh, well, first you have to figure out the right pixel. And if you mess up, cause if the pixel is out and then you swap that pixel, it's not that pixel. It's probably the pixel before it. So the pixel that was on is still working, but within pushing that signal down the line, it can't. So the second one is out. So you have to determine which pixel is the one that's actually failing. Is it the one that's out or is it the one before it? And if you want to be safe, you can try and check each individual um, pixel with like, I guess there's not really any way to check it. I guess the voltage or amps on the other end, whatever. Um, but I'm, I, I digress. Uh, they can be annoying to troubleshoot. It would be nice to have it modular where you just swap it out. The problem is, is your house is not perfectly, you know, three feet, feet, three feet in every calculation. So that model won't really work. You're always going to have to just patch, I guess. Um, got a kilowatt here. So how many amperages that way you're not pushing too much. I, I was so nervous about blowing stuff up. I had the maximum brightness calculator set. Um, and it was like, super low and I kept having problems with the lights flickering and going crazy. So if the lights <clears throat> are flickering or going crazy, it's, it's in this order, <laughs> your problem, not enough voltage. And then I would say a, a short somewhere. Then I would say the software itself. And then I would say too much voltage, like too much voltage looks and I've unfortunately done it. Too much voltage looks more like a um, surge in power. Obviously, um, when it's doing the effects, it'll just look like it's a power surge. Whereas if it's um, not enough power, it'll still look weird. It, things will still like flicker or whatever, but it'll look obviously dim. Your lights will be darker at, at night or whatever. So if the lights are going crazy and they're not working and whatever, just turn up the voltage, turn up the power, turn up the amps, turn up everything gradually, obviously, until it improves. And if it does not improve, then you've done too much voltage or something else is, is going on. So, um, you know, could be, could be anything. Um, quad hands is basically like a magnetic plate, metal plate with magnets on it. I've had this one for a long time. Um, it gets sticky on the bottom, so you have to kind of keep that. I keep that plate uh, oiled, actually, kind of, sort of. Um, it's a very slick plate, but it's sticky. Um, so, you know, they didn't do like a high, they did a high gloss surface, but it's not a high anti-sticky surface. So what would actually you'd want is, you know, something like uh, what do you call that stuff on Teflon on the bottom of each side? So that way it would always, whatever, but it would all be super slippery. So you have to find a compromise between whatever. They sent me new stickers, uh, I think when 
they had some kind of class action lawsuit because of the bottom would scratch it or something or the stickies weren't weren't right or something um gives you a nice um what is this nut wire connectors yeah so these are called three-way six port uh connector connectors quick connect so as if you're doing the patching again cut it you know thread your two um uh you know strip your six wires so cut your three your three your three wires and then you know strip the six and then you pop each in here and you clamp it and you're done and you can have be done with that and be happy with that or that's just a medium for you to test and then now you can solder it together so either way you want to have these you want to order some of these because it's chris this, this true story christmas morning the lights are out and i can't you know i did all this work it was like my second year with the lights i think third year and i'm like man i did all this work to get this up, up, up here and maybe um halloween i had messed with it before probably because that's kind of when i start i have to check it before halloween and then if it needs work hopefully i can get my nephew in and help me fix it um but if not you know i died so i do work to get it fixed and then Halloween, you know halloween comes and goes and christmas comes and i'm trying to use it and it's not working so it's kind of annoying so christmas morning i'm out there is hands are frozen into i can't feel them um trying to fix it and i did the quick that was with the quick connect stuff and like you don't want to be doing that you want the, the patch to be as easily you know as quick as possible to get fixed um and you know maybe if you're bored and it makes you nervous come back come back out another day inside when it's nice outside and not stupid cold um yeah the wire uh, these are adapters that i use inside um uh, these 15 uh, dc power connectors they say that they're not great um you know 12 you know 12 volt it's not 12 volt it's not 12 volt um quick connect 12 volt adapter so it's a, like a male and female in barrel connector um and then the two pack at least at least a two pack now if you're new to arduino and electronics and you don't know how to triple check the power before you double check the power connections like every time you go to plug it in you know how to plug it in, but guess what? You had the orientation flipped upside down and you plug in the power port into some data port, <laughs> done. They do not make this stuff idiot-proof, um, despite how idiot-proof it is, if that makes sense. Um, digital, the digital um, microphones for the Sound Reactive. It's pretty idiot-proof. You plug it in, you set it up, and when you change to one of the effects for Sound Reactive and it's not doing anything, chances are something is broken. They have like troubleshooting guides and they have uh, troubleshooting Arduino apps you can run that will show like the gain and level. I guarantee you, if it's not working, you didn't connect it properly. Um, Cause I think out of the gate it has like auto gain turned on. So you don't even have to adjust anything. Like it will automatically all just work. Um, you know, some of the effects wouldn't be great for troubleshooting, but in general, you turn the music off and it, you know your lights stay on or they don't do anything and then you turn your music on and they start doing stuff it's working in some capacity and then that's when you get into having to troubleshoot and i did get some signal but the signal i had was very low um and that's when it started driving me insane and i finally gave up um and then came back to it a year later and i think i soldered a new one on there um or maybe I tried to, I can't even remember. But anyways, oh, here's the uh, heat shrink tubing kit connectors. Um, 
heat shrink tubing kit. That's what they call it. Uh, uh, C tube wrap cable wire kit. So heat shrink tubing kit, which doesn't say anything about the solder in the middle, but it's actually pretty cool. It's it's an art it's an art form, man. You got to do it right. You're basically melting the plastic, and if you're sitting under a fire smoke detector like my shop is for whatever dumb reason, um, it will set that off pretty quickly. Nice wire strippers, um, your little pack of uh, whatever they call that uh, housing male female pin connectors, forty pin, two point five four millimeter. That's what they call two point five four millimeters. All your Arduino stuff. Um, uh, here's the J channel drill press um, software to find. Uh, the software is WLED. I use I like the sound reactive. Um, some backup config. Backup your config. Uh, backup your presets. Um, know the um, one music sign and two music sign indicate if it is volume or FFT driven. So FFT is one of these sound reactive. Uh, functions, uh, features. The um, single note sign means that it's a volume based uh, sound reactive uh, play to that kit. So that could make sense if, uh, if, um, if you know, you want to do volume based stuff. And I'm pretty sure FFT is uh, full blown um, call, uh, EQ equalizer. It's not beat detection. I don't think it's not beat detection. Um, possibly, maybe it's got beat detection built into it. It works. It works pretty good. There's instances where you know it gets. It's not perfect, um, it, you know, but it reminds me of back in the days when you had like beat detection software with, oh god, Tractor, and it was kind of sort of there, but it didn't work. Um, now it's all just like AI driven or something. Who knows? Um, yeah, sound reactive mics, notes, um, options, FM, uh, FM transmitter, so you can get a, yeah, you know, get a, uh, a legal tra uh, AM transmitter or whatever, or a legal FM transmitter, or you can get the illegal ones that will, uh, the whole neighborhood will hear your radio station, um, that are like, you know, you got the FCC fans driving down your, driving down your street, uh, let's see, yeah. Here's some amps. Notes about amp. 0.47 after inject, a little higher brightness, still ever so slightly dim at the end. Uh, 0.37 on before inject power. Um, 0.31 off. 0.24 off. 9.6 mid up the left side. Because that's the voltage dropping from 12 to 9 volts. Let's put a V in there. Because 9.6 what? Feet? <laughs> 9.6 feet up the net end. I guess it's voltage. So anyways, that's uh, my notes for WLED. Um, use a drill press. Um, it's fun. The wife is... <laughs> the wife is responsible for the um, colors and setting it and plugging it in. So she knows what adapters to plug in and what to do. Sorry, got stuff going on here. Uh, help test this. We, she knows... Um, I have trained her how to plug it in um, and unplug it. I've told her how to, you know, if there's a surge or something, which unfortunately does happen. That's why you have two, at least two, because one for backup. 
Um, you want to have a hot spare of everything, hot spare of the pixels. I would buy double the amount of pixels you need um, because chances are you're going to want to, you know, replace everything at some point, essentially. So if the whole thing, let's say the whole kit lasts you five years and you never have to order another thing, well, guess what? In five years, you're not going to be able to order any of the pixels you're talking about. Um, and if you do, they're going to be 20 years old whatever so that said just buy double everything you know maybe you buy a sample just to get it started so you buy the whatever and you know a small strip of of uh wleds just so you can make sure it works and you can figure it out not too big of a deal for you but if you're gonna drill the j channel you're gonna crawl up on the house like a monkey for i think it took me 10 days on and off um that's from like having no idea, you know, just watching YouTube videos to practical stuff. So, you know, the engineering, the development, the understanding, the development of the spreadsheet, the development of the segmentation. Um, so from actually physically doing stuff all the way to whatever, I would say it's about 10 days on and off. Um, I did uh, weekends, so like a weekday. Um, so I would try to do, if I, if I worked on it, I'd try to work on it a minimum of like, you know, commit myself like four hours to work because you start to get all the crap out and you know if you only have a short time to work on it there's no point in working on it man go do something else that doesn't require you know 40 minutes to set up before you start actually working on a project so project management is what this uh, is about so anyways um, take your time baby steps um, if something's wrong start from the beginning ask WLED take a picture they'll laugh at you and but they're helpful they're very helpful um the other guy uh, I want to mention that is in a lot of the links for the videos. Uh, I'm going to chat news and I'm going to Discord. Um, like Mr. Lights, Mr. Why well, I don't remember his name. Oh, I don't see him. He's not in my thing. Uh, but he's in the video links. Um, WLED House. If you just type WLED House, he's like at the top all that stuff or at least he was you know when I was doing it uh, let's see um, the hookup is he's actually good um, kind of a bald young, young dude um, the other guy is oh uh, Dr. ZZS Dr. ZZS is Dr. Z's um, his videos are pretty good. Um, he goes through everything, the, the setup, his house, the stuff he sells, J channel or whatever. Um, that's pretty much it. I will put a link to the stuff. If anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out. If you have any suggestions on, ooh, if you have any suggestions on good quality, uh, icicle lights without building your own please let me know um my my stepmother loves them likes them prefers them and i like them um but i don't want to have to do the strip wire led thing i don't that does that doesn't sound like fun to me at all um so anyways if anybody has any suggestions on that let me know and uh take it easy record a show been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org 
Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.